Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Strebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Strebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Strebel. Gotcha. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. I just can't believe you said six-inch filet. Well, that's what she got. That's not what they call it is a six-inch, six-ounce filet. Six-ounce filet. Oh, jeez. Good Lord. Now I know why. Six-ounce. I can't believe you said that. I I can't either. I just now realize what I said. Because I was wondering why everyone's everyone's laughing. I'm like, well, that's what she got. It's like, it's a six-ounce filet, not the six-inch. She liked it, too. My wife enjoyed it. Hey, Friday, we're broadcasting live from Noble Funk on February 9th, located at 922. Oh, no. Located at 922, Noble Funk. South 2nd Street in the historic Sobro, Sobro neighborhood. Offers delicious pizza, appetizers, and over 25 house-crafted beers. Family-friendly place, so bring your kids. Enjoy their outdoor game yard with ping-pong, cornhole, and a putting green. Open for lunch and dinner, Wednesday through Sunday. And they had their own parking lot, so you don't have to park on the street and worried about, you know, getting uh, getting a ticket or paying a meter. And look here, Anna. So, so this is our this is going to be our employee appreciation Let's dinner. Go. So it's going to be fun. Uh, Andrew Bosch, our, our sales, one of our sales extraordinaire, he handed me a menu here, Anna. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Let's see. They have. They have. Oh, they have salads. The new moon salad. Ooh, Ooh that sounds, sounds astrological. Appet- appetizers, hummus. Some whipped feta, oh, a garlic girl, ooh, hot dips. How about that? Hot dips? Hot dips. You can't go on with a little oh hot dip. They got soups and their pizzas. Peppy in your step, or pep in your step. The Betty White. You got to get a pizza named after Betty Honor White. Or a legend and do it. Absolutely. The Polo or Pollo Diablo Tuscan chicken. Mambo Italiano. Okay. House made Italian sausage, pepperoni, capicola, red onions, and bell peppers. You How know, about that? You know, Gabagool is capicola. That's capicola. Capicola, yeah. right. Gabagool is like a slang term Gabagool. for Capicola. I learned that because mm-hmm. of Tony Soprano. And they've got some great beers. The Golden Oldie, the 502 Brew, Nana's Pilsner. they got hoppy beers. They have crisp and light beers, dark and malty. How about that? They've got, what else they got here? Oh, my gosh. They have non-alcoholic beers. Uh, they have bourbon, whiskey, and rye. They've got tart, fruit, non-alcoholic. I mean, they got everything you need. Noble Funk. Come check us out on Friday. Come say hello. Yeah. Uh, Max Godby and I will be out there, and you might see some ESPN 680 and 93.9 The Ville celebrities milling about <laughs> as well. So I'll get the I'll get the drink train uh, the drink train started early. <laughs> the drink train. The drink train. The drink train started early. So Let's there's go. that. Big thanks to Matzo Pie too for dropping off some epic pizzas today as well. Douglas Loop and Butchertown locations. Check them out. So there we go. All that housekeeping out of the way. Four three seven nine six eighty nine. I'm looking up here, Anna. Mm-hmm. The uh, let's see here. The Jerome Tang extension news, and I, I like. Let me see here. Okay, so uh, Jerome Tang. Da, 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 da. We're gonna go news here. Let's see. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, he's okay. He's gonna make it. I'm gonna be okay. I got some. I got some matzo pie pizza stuck <laughs> in my throat. That's what's wrong. But I don't, I don't see anything where he's been extended. So I don't know if that happened. And they're uh, coming off a win over Kansas, right? Yes, they beat yeah. Kansas on Monday night. Yeah, yeah. In overtime, I believe. Jerome Tang, I'll get a little more. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he did. Okay. Well, that's in September that's September 25th that he did that. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But a little basketball tonight, they play Syracuse, Anna. And <clears throat> like normally, 
this wouldn't be very interesting because it is Louisville basketball. <laughs> but coming off the win with Florida State, and then I read this here, Anna, and I, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but I'll get further in depth with it here. All right, so they dismissed for Benny Williams from their team. Um, it says here, this is from ESPN.com, the Associated Press as well. Syracuse has dismissed Benny Williams from its men's basketball program. The school announced Williams' exit Tuesday without disclosing the reason for the six foot nine forward's removal. The statement announcing the decision said, everyone involved with the program wishes Benny the best. Kind of sounds like Karan Davis. <laughs> Deja vu. Deja vu, yes. Williams I wonder had... if he's going to go to the game. <laughs> yeah, is he going to be in the same? You know what? We need to look for that. It's going to sit by Karan Davis. Yeah, we need to look for... Let's see if... <laughs> yes, I see that text. You're tanked. Sure, LOL. Popcorn. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's see if Benny Williams and Karan Davis are sitting next to each other uh, in, 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 in the crowd. So Williams has been suspended for the first two games of the season because of a violation of team rules. He was averaging... 5.5.4 points, 3.9 rebounds, 1.2 assists in 17 minutes and 18 games a season. He had 7.2 points, 4.1 rebounds in 22.3 minutes per game last season. Okay, Syracuse is now 14 and 8, 5 and 6 in the ACC. And they're taking on Louisville, so that's one player gone. Um, I don't know, Anna. I, I, the last time that Louisville won a game in the ACC was against Miami. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, then they had NC State coming in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, NC State's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Keats is a coach. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I was like, you know what? I think Louisville wins two in a row here. I, 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 think they get, I think they get two straight. And then Louisville gets beat 89-83. Not bad, but they still get beat. Now, they've only won two in a row once this year. <laughs> And that was New Mexico State and Bellarmine. That's <laughs> the only time they've won two in a row. Uh, so at, coming off this big win against Florida State, 101-92, to uh, Ana, uh, I ask you, uh, do you feel like Louisville tonight at 7 p.m. will be primed for no. a second straight victory? No. Not if at all. If we've learned anything from this team is that they're inconsistent. I mean, you have no idea who's going to show up on that board. <laughs> I don't know who's going to play. Yeah, I, I, literally. I mean, he, he, he has no point guard other than Tyler johnson i mean i I guess sky clark is still out i haven't heard an update there yet Mm -hmm. but and i mean you heard kendrick say it you know tyler johnson is the only point guard they have on the roster and he didn't start until two minutes in the game so i don't even know who's going to start makes no sense that's what i was thinking (laughs) a little big z action again yeah if you know the louisville win didn't uh, tell me anything about the trajectory of their season or anything like that. It just showed me just that they're inconsistent. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to win. Not on, not on the road. You know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't, I don't think they win this game either. Um, but it, it, if they look, I, I'm saying if they do, like I'm gonna, getting ready to say some, you know, something groundbreaking, and if I'm going to make shock some, the world. If they shock the world and beat the beat the orange, the five and six orange. Oh my god! Carrier no, J- Jerry E's will throw a parade. Like I, I mean. I, <laughs> Look, I'm not saying anything. I don't expect anything if they win. If they win, good for them. But, I I mean, like I asked Kendrick, Anna, there's no realm of possibility that we entertain a third year. Like, the deal's done, right? What is the upside? I just don't get it. Well... That leads me to this segue. Let's go. Apparently, C.L. Brown had the one and only Jay Billis on his podcast, on the infamous podcast that that Zach Cantrell listened to. No, where C.L. Brown had uh, Mike DeCourcy on. They were talking about you know Kenny Payne and, and Zach Cantrell held his feet to the fire and said, "Thanks for listening to the podcast." <laughs> like we need Zach Cantrell to do that again. So let's go ahead, James. Uh, if you haven't ready, please. Uh, here's Jay Billis with C.L. Brown talking. <gasps> Kenny Payne year three? <laughs> One was related to Kenny Payne at Louisville. Uh, I, I didn't realize you had family family here in town. But um, obviously they struggled last year, 4-28. Uh, they, they're still struggling this year, although they've, they've shown some flashes here, you know, winning at Miami, winning against Florida State. Um if they can continue, and, and their schedule was front-loaded. They played the toughest teams in the league all in January, essentially. And this, they'll play more teams that are in middle of the pack and lower tier uh, to close out. If they can get some victories, let's say if they get five victories, how much – I don't even know if it's contingent on the victories, but if they show progress – 
Is there is there grounds to give Kenny Payne a third year or do you think that it's already too damaged, you know, after these first two seasons to to continue? The short answer to that, CL, is I don't really know. Um, We all serve at the pleasure of our employer. So whatever that employer chooses to do, that's the that's number one. The reasons behind making a decision are a little bit more complicated. So, like, I think Kenny Payne is not only a great person, great recruiter and all that stuff. I think he's a really good coach. The results uh, in years one and two don't bolster that opinion. Um, They haven't won. And and it's hard to argue uh, with that bottom line, especially in today's game when the transfer portal is available and players are more readily available uh, in order to build a program. Uh, you know, if this were 20 years ago, you'd say, Hey, you know, you got to have a grace period because you got to go out and recruit and let these players mature together and all that stuff. Today's landscape is a little bit different. So impatience, uh, is, is a little more understandable. Um, what I would say is that the variables that, that are the most difficult to deal with are when fans stop coming to the games and interest wanes and that hits the bottom line that puts a lot more pressure on decision makers. And it also, you're saying, what are recruits thinking? Like, are they, are they, are in the back of their minds or the front of their minds? Are they going, wait a minute, if I, if I go there, am I going to be suffering through the guy I want to play for getting fired? Uh, I went through that. I had to think about that when I was going to Duke. Um, People don't remember this, but coach K was, was thought to be on shaky ground when I committed to him and my teammates committed to him in 1982. That sounds absurd right now to even talk about, but it, it's true. And, uh, and it's a very real thing. So if, if making a change anywhere, not just Louisville, but making a change anywhere gives you a reset and brings people back in and maybe solves that issue that you may think exists in recruiting, you may see a, a team do that. Um, that's the, that's sort of what I consider to be the reality of these decisions. Uh, and then money comes into it. How much is it going to cost you to make a change and all that stuff? Um, but I'd ask the same question, if not him, then who, and, um, um, it's a, it's a horrible situation for a coach to be in because, and it's horrible. It's even worse for the players. Oh, Oh, wow. Um, I'm floored. Haymakers everywhere. All right. Anna, you had some good zingers. Uh, <laughs> I think I just blacked out just saying I don't even re- that. I just want to know where's everyone getting this Kool-Aid that everyone's drinking about this? Are they watching what we're watching? I, He's still a good coach. He, he could be a great person. He could be good in maybe an assistant coach role. But you win four games in your first year. You're, you're just not. And he's talking about recruits. What recruits? Yeah, that's what you said. You're like, he, as soon as he said recruits, you, you, you're like, what recruits? There aren't any. And you're right. There are no recruits. And the transfer portal should make it easier to build he a had, roster quicker. He had two cycles in the transfer portal and whiffed on both cycles. Whiffed. Whiffed on both cycles. So this idea that he just, you know, he he, he hasn't had a good transfer portal and it's grasp. All bad or, luck. Exactly. And- it's, no, this is what it is, Anna. And in the the, the 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 audience knows I'm not the biggest Jay Bills fan in the world. I'm not. I'm, I am. I see. I, he, I really like him. There was a there's a there was a point in time that I really enjoyed Jay Bills. Mm-hmm. And there's there's some famous sound that maybe you know later on in the show that I'll play for you where like I hit like I hit the I hit my, my peak with Jay with Jay Bills. Uh, Jay, Jay's know the sound I'm talking about, but I hit <laughs> I hit the roof with Jay Bills. Yeah. And since then I've been done with him. Okay. And and so and it, it we'll play a little later because I think you would think it was really funny. <laughs> um, but I don't want to interrupt our discussion here. But with 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 with, with Jay Billis and other guys like him, is that they for whatever reason, and it, it is specifically with college basketball, mm-hmm. I, I've noticed they are so protective of the coaches 
it is absolutely like college football coaches. People are ready to crush them, and I love it. And yeah, they, I cr- they love crush it. them. Like, like they're all like Stoops was a media darling. They're crushing him now. Like he's getting crushed. It took it took two seasons of him going seven and six. It was like, no, bro, this ain't hitting. And he still went to and still won and went to a bowl game. Kenny Payne, he won four games last year. It's February seventh. He's only has seven wins, and they're like, well, maybe he's a great coach still. He could get some recruits. These aren't volunteers. Do you see the money they're making? And there's yeah. huge earners in the state and for especially in a state like Kentucky even he talked about you know attendance waning that affects all of downtown Louisville when your attendance is down at L games yeah and then I, he brought up money as like an afterthought like I'm pretty sure that's the biggest thought on everyone's mind right now and especially also, Josh Hurd exactly that, <laughs> yeah. that is the number one contingency right now and Look at what Jerome Tang did in a year. Look at what Lamont Paris is doing. They didn't need some big long grace period right. at, at programs like that. And just and South Carolina basketball is is tears plural lower than Louisville basketball in in the pantheon so of college basketball. Be tears a, a blue lower. Blood so bad you need to acknowledge that. That's part right. of the acknowledgement of that. It's always and a just, good time to remind you guys that Jerome Tang was hired three days after Kenny Payne was hired here. Get out! Tanner yeah. coming in with some yeah. good Tanner, stats. Tanner has some good stats for us. There we go. Three go and he still was able to... Goes to an Elite Eight. Goes to an Elite Eight and gets... Beats gets, Kentucky. And gets really good trades for portal mm-hmm. players at Manhattan, so Kansas. what I do not understand... I, it's blowing my mind to pay... If you would tell... A person on another planet that he won four games last season, and people are still can not all the way out on him. I, I do not understand. And what recruits are you talking about? Right, there are there, I, no, there are there are no recruits. Explain this to me. And, and just the whole narrative this week too about oh he inherited all of these disappointments and failures. He. I'm not trying to rag on him or be mean, but like, just be realistic about what the facts are. The program has never been lower than when he's been there. This he didn't inherit that. Yeah. Brought it lower. All right, here he is. Go, this is this. been locked on the take with James Trouble. And shame Dawson. on you, Jay Billis, for trying to steal that kid's spotlight and give it back to Zion Williamson. You hack. You <laughs> leg-humping. There you go, Andy, sweetie. You leg-humping hack. No one's talked about John Moran all season long in the country except for college basketball insiders so the kid has a great game scores a triple double upsets a five seed and you still got to swing off zion williamson shut up jay billis play that next time he comes on the v show look who was right well look i think that's what i went out look on what happened. i'm sorry i had had enough of look this is, here's the back of the the, the, the back story here okay? okay and then we can move on but I, I just so you know that i'm not a psychopath well, well i might be yeah but anyway so you don't know i'm like completely crazy <laughs> i am crazy but not completely but so what happened was like like i said like like java rant just scored a triple double yeah. in the tournament yeah. and just took out a five seat at murray state and was like the the talk of the day mm-hmm. and the talk of the weekend really and Jay Bills was talking about it on TV. And it was like they were showing highlights of John Morant. It was like a John Morant segment. Mm-hmm. And he just went out of his way. He was like, well, how about that Zion Williamson, though? And I was like, can't you give this kid a minute without talking about Zion Williamson? We all know about him. We understand. He's great. We get it. Like, But he's Duke. He's the brotherhood. He, he comes from the Coach K tree. We got I mean, it, just, it made me sick. I wanted to vomit. And I was like, just shut up, Jay Billis. We get it. Can't, other players exist. Other, other teams exist in college basketball. That's when I was out, Jay Billis. I, have, I, I, I haven't accepted him back in my life, Anna. I have hey, not accepted him. He's done. Sometimes you got to break away from the talks. But I get that. I think like oh. that is such a Duke thing, like always blurring the lines. We're talking about a whole different player. Why do you have to bring him up? Or oh, like, he brought him out of nowhere. When Coach K is trying to scold Dylan Brooks on the other team. Like, that's not, like, no, learn some boundaries here, people. But, you know, once a, once a Dukey, always, always a Dukey. But I would also yeah. just like to say, you know, how has that panned out for everyone? I think I think it was right to have the John Morant attention on him, you Yes, know? he ended up being a much better player. Well, he is a little, and you know, we all little, know too much so, about Zion Williams. Well, more, yeah, more, more than enough. And it, look, it's not like John Morant hasn't had his issues yeah. in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, but he, as far as players are concerned, he's yeah. a, a better player than Zion has been. At least more consistent. All right, a couple things here before we take a break. Uh, so this is this is the Locke Lemon Clay. Actually, you agree with Locke. All right, are you ready for this? I'm so, ready. So after the game last night, 
John Cowper was on one, of course. He wanted to talk last night. Of course, he wanted to talk to everybody. You, yeah. um, so this is, comes from uh, from UK Athletics, okay? And this is what Cal said. No one will steal my joy because I got a good team and a good bunch of kids. They're for each other. Say I'm the worst in America ever. Okay, I agree. Can we move on now? <laughs> I know you'd, lo- you'd like that. <laughs> Lachlan McLean retweets that and says the following. Hey, Cal, if you use, lose games at UK, you will get crushed by BBN. That's how it works. So, no, you cannot, quote, move on now. Conversely, if you win games, you get worshipped like no other. That's the deal when you make, when you take the job. How does he not realize it after this long head exploding emoji? Lock! Lock! That's beautiful. Also, was it, who said this? It may have been Cal. I do not know where I got this little bit of wisdom, but it's just, the the criticism, it's a tax of the job. It's, you take It's that, a tax, it's you're a ta- right. What, did Cal say Somebody, Somebody said that. I think Cal said it. No, yes. he, I, Cal so Hello. Like even being in media stuff like that, you know, you you get people who who want to criticize whatever, but you just know it's almost like there's a blessing in the pressure of it mm-hmm. to be at such a high platform. You got and to be paid so much, you got to be able to take a little bit of that. And it's not like it's coming out of no. I mean, it's rightful criticism. Yeah, it's not like it's criticism that is unwarranted. It's it not is, unrealistic expectations. Don't yeah. lose at home to unranked teams. Right. When you have the, that amount of NBA talent on your roster. And quit getting embarrassed at home by Rick Barnes. No. Please. Please. Here's what I want to know. How come all of Cal's friends beat him except for Bill Self? Bill Self is the only one that does not have his number. I, that's a great question. Why? I don't I don't know. That's why I lose respect that's... points for Bill Self as a coach. <laughs> that's where it stems from. I had to do a lot of internal digging. <laughs> like, what is it? It's my root belief. <laughs> no, why? I, I think you're right. Like he's, he's Bob Huggins, Rick Barnes, all of them. Well, he's got an old Bobby a few times here yeah, lately. Not in the in the turn that elite. Oh, that elite eight. Eight. Oh, yeah. They had the Kevin Knox game in mm-hmm. West Virginia. I do I do remember that. And he did take Oscar Sheway from him, and Oscar was great for Kentucky. Thank you. Now one more thing too before where we take a break and get to Weird Wednesday. So you you mentioned it earlier, Lamont Paris. Mm-hmm. So what happened? What happened last night with Lamont Paris? Anna, can can you do you remember? Do you know what happened last night with Lamont Paris? I don't know if I know. He beat Ole Miss. Oh he yeah, beat, he beat yes. Chris Beard. Okay, I do know. He beat yes. Chris Beard sixty eight sixty five. Ole Miss is unranked. They're now unranked. You South, still won him so bad. Okay. South Carolina's number fifteen. They're twenty and three on the season. They're He's beat twenty Barnes. and three. He's beat John Calipari. He beat Chris Beard. Hello. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, he's he the only the only teams he, he had that one game against Georgia where he, he they lost, but he's beat Brick Barnes, beat John Calipari, uh, he beat Dennis Gates at Missouri. Uh, the only games he's lost are to Nate Oates and then Georgia, and, and that's it. Nate, Nate, Alabama's blasting everybody right now. Mm-hmm. But but for all the Louisville fans that stuck their noses in the air last week when we dared mention Lamont Paris in the same in the, in the same conversation with with Chris Beard, the new Lord and Savior of Louisville basketball and chris beard got that work last night how about that got, went, i was went, loving went that. home with an l lamont paris doing well i hope I, actually i don't want lamont paris to be your coach because i think he's a better coach than chris beard how about that i, th- I think he's probably top three coach you could hire he would be on my list the dude he and you can say well last year he stuck yeah he also got the number one recruit in the country last year he recruited the number one recruit in the country he took him from north carolina and got him to south carolina when south carolina stunk into the bottom so all of y'all laughing at lamont paris and it would be if louisville could have the the luck to make the tournament. I wish that they were like the 16 seed and South Carolina somehow gets a one seed mm-hmm. and Lamont Paris beats Kenny Payne by 500. How about that? And then again, you stick your nose up at Lamont Paris, who's 20 and three, just beat Chris Beard, and you have Kenny Payne on your sidelines. Check yourself before you start making fun of other coaches like they haven't proven enough. What? Where are you in position to, to talk about who, who's proven what? What else does he have to do? I mean, the season's not over. They could fall off a cliff, but I mean, they're, they're 23. They're one of the best records in the country, and they're not playing a bunch of bums now. Now they're playing top 10, top 15 ranked teams in the SEC, and they're winning those games. Uh-huh. There we yep. go. I had to I, say that. I, I, I love it. I completely agree. I, I just don't... It's such a misattributed like arrogance about who they want as a coach. They're caping for these guys like Mick Cronin and Chris Beard, who are not ranked... Who have losing records in, in terms of big credit? Like, yeah, I Chris Beard's having a good season. Right, I don't want to, I don't want to, but still, but yeah, not top twenty-five. Yeah, and then you know, Mick Cronin. So, so and that's fine. 
talking about? Why are you acting like he's Mike Krzyzewski? <laughs> That's what I don't get. I don't why either. are you acting like I, he's so I'm much I'm not better. saying Jerome Tang's the best. I'm not Jerome Tang, but Lamont Paris is the best you know, coach in the world. But he's like, Resume. again, he's got a really good team and a really good, and they were picked last in the SEC. They're in second place. I mean, they're right behind. And loved your point about recruiting too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he got transfer portal guys. He's, they're half a game behind Alabama mm-hmm. in the rankings. It's Alabama, South Carolina, Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky's tied with, with Florida. They're both five. Well, Kentucky's Gross. six and four. Florida's five and four. We're only two and a half games back, and it's okay. Uh, Texter, uh, my nose is still stuck in the air. Give me Chris Beard all day. You all fear Beard. Make it happen. Heard. I don't fear no, Beard. No, it's not. I don't feel fear Beard at all. I actually feel fear Lamont Paris works when I do Beard. It's called being incredulous. Like, I just yeah. can't believe that that. Uh, it just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Why Why wouldn't you want an up-and-coming coach? It, yes. Just swoop in there before anybody else does. Yeah, I agree. Because he's going to get a big job. He is mm-hmm. going to get a big job. Uh, Texture, Cal is the second-worst person behind only Locke. <laughs> That's funny. Texture, guys and gals, I'm so sick and tired of this bleep. I think they're in reference to the Jay Billis uh, C.L. Brown interview about oh. Kenny Payne year three. Uh, Texture, can I do the car wash... What car wash? What? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what what things mean. Uh, texture. <laughs> they have pizzas in troughs at <laughs> what? At, at Noble Funk. Thank you. Because I'm a pig, I eat out of a trough. So, yeah. uh, texture. Uh, learn to pronounce feta. Get yeah. back to your shanty, Strebel. I, I didn't even feta, say it. Feta. I, feta? Yeah. Feta. Sorry. You say it however you feta. want. You sorry. That, you put that Dixie Highway spin on That's it. right. I'm not cultures. Cultured. Cultures. cultures. I'm not I cultures. cultures no I'm more. not cultured either. Did Rig choke on the six-inch filet? No. <laughs> Texture. I personally don't like any of the coaching choices as a UFL fan. They're all mid to me. I don't know what to tell you. There's, I mean, just hey, just be lucky that you're talking about you know actually like good coaches, and <laughs> you don't. You hope you don't get someone out of the mid major ranks. Texture Kenny should be the head coach of Kentucky. No. What? No. Why yes. would we? Get that yes. Why yes. Would, yes. Uh, yes. Tanner, yes. Why would we say yes. that? I have a confession to make. Sometimes it's I, confession time. It's confession time. Let's go. Sometimes I get. When they're talking about the Bring Brom home guy, mm-hmm. BBH, I think they're talking about Brandon Huntley. Yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> mixed up. I would see tweets on it. I'm like, what did he? What did, what did, he, what did Brandon what Huntley Hatfield do? What did the he, acronym was throwing me. Yeah, BHH and BBH. BH, yeah. Now he's Now he's Mick is the pick. Yeah. He's oh, the Mick is the pick. I had to bring, bring Brom home guy. I muted you. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I couldn't take Mick as the pick anymore. I had to mute you. It's not, I'm not trying to be mean. I, it's not because I don't like you. I'm sure you're a fine human being. But I like every every time I, we tweet a podcast of, of this show, or every time I, I tweet about this show, it's Mick as the pick. Mick as the pick. Mick as the pick. Stop <laughs> it. I couldn't see anymore. All right. On the way back, we'll do. Um, We'll do Weird Wednesday. I can't yes. wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be weird. Like, it's going to be a, so true, a true weird win. Like, truly, that's all weird. It's going to be super weird. But hey, if you're looking for a security company, let me tell you about the one that's the best ranked in the state of Kentucky with over 350 star, five star reviews on Google. That is Sonatrol. Sonatrol of Louisville, locally owned and family operated for over 35 years. Go to sonatrolky.com or call them at 502 966 8999 and see what they have for your home or your company, anything you need. They have a team of local experts who are ready to work with you from telling your system to your home or your business or servicing that system down the road when you need some upgrades, okay? You control it all from your phone. They don't just do security. They do cameras, badge access, and fire monitoring. Go Give them a call. Again, 502-966-8999 or go to sonatrolky.com. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.
this idea that I'm MAGA is, is, as Trump would say, fake news. I'm not. You're listening to the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Striebel. He's just a prepper. He's not MAGA. I'm a, a, exactly. I'm just a doomsday prepper. I'm not MAGA. Hey, this Saturday, <laughs> Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Post Game Show on ESPN 680, about 6 o'clock or so, joined actually me. I'm on. James Striebel. Yeah, James. (laughs) James Striebel. Gold Red. James Striebel. I'll be on with Jason Entz on Saturday uh, about 6 o'clock. We'll we'll talk Gonzaga. We'll talk Kentucky. Mike Gandolfo is out of town, so join me, Jason Entz, Zach Cantrell. Again, about 6 o'clock, the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife Postgame Show. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 elk draw today on their website. So there you go, Anna and James. How about that? You're getting back in the I'm saddle. I'm back in the that. saddle. All right, let's go ahead. You know what time it is? It's Wednesday. It's time to get weird. Weird Wednesday. Conspiracies, extraterrestrials, the occult. Gather around the lunch table, children. Don't try to get up. He won't let you leave. It's Weird Wednesday with Mr. Striebel. And Weird Wednesday is brought to you by 502 Hemp, 812 Hemp. Go check out 502 Hemp, the Louisville side. That is in Douglas Hills, right down the street from Oxmoor Mall. And then on the Indiana side, off of Lewis and Clark Parkway in Clarksville, Indiana, right by Kroger. Court Physical Therapy. There's a Speedway across the street. They got everything you need from the Delta 8, Delta 9 gummies. They got it in gummy form. They got it in uh, uh, liquid form. They have in like nerds ropes uh, form, all kinds of stuff, all, all the good stuff there. If you just want regular old CBD to help with sleep, to help with body aches, whatever, they have everything covered there. Okay, so Anna. Yes. All right, couple couple funny things uh what to do with the super bowl and then okay. we're gonna get, dive into this this is like dark stuff okay. dark sided dark stuff all right here we go so did you know that you could bet on aliens landing at the super bowl what it's gone too far <laughs> with the prop bets when has that bet ever come true for anyone it's a 0.1 percent chance where do they ca- how do you calculate that i, I don't know but I, it's a 0.1 percent chance that aliens will land so if you put a hundred dollars on that and aliens land you could be sitting pretty i mean sitting nice. <laughs> sit, thank sit, you nasa exactly that, who are they getting the like how do you just make that up well i think they they look at like trends and stuff and how popular <laughs> it is in the, in the yeah in the zone. Mattress Mac. <laughs> Mattress Mac. Yeah, it was Mattress Mac. Is he betting on it? But they look at, you know, what people are talking about, what's dominating the news cycle, mm-hmm. what's in the zeitgeist. That, that, that's, that's definitely into it. Now, so do the aliens have to land at the Super Bowl or could it be no, anywhere? They have to, they have to land at the Super Bowl. Okay. They like land on Patrick Mahomes' head. Like okay. They, have to, <laughs> they, they land on Taylor, Taylor Swift's suite. They have to appear with her They're in her suite. with Usher. Now, there was a, okay, so, so there's a remote viewer on twitter okay are you ready for this yes okay so it's remote viewer on twitter what does that mean like remember remote viewing is like where that's actually is real um the cia would remote view like Mm -hmm. people they would project themselves somewhere else into the future or somewhere else on the planet like i'm talking about the remote remote viewing Mm -hmm. uh where the cia had those documents Mm -hmm. where they remote viewed on mars it's all ancient civilizations okay okay so this remote viewer says the following I decided to remote view the Super Bowl by date last night, February 11th, 2024. I saw some things and I sensed something big would happen there. I will target the date a couple more times before discussing it. I encourage others to remote view the date. Please tell me what you see, sense, and feel. Okay, so that was on February 5th. And then later, the same day, the one thing I will say I saw was that I thought it was a craft landing or taking off i saw more things but i want to target the date a couple more times to ensure i get the symbolism i saw running and i need more to ensure <laughs> the context is proper it's what they are running from that i want to get right so there you go couple from that niners so, defense <laughs> so everybody get ready could be some alien shenanigans it's just project Jackson blue <laughs> it's just jackson Mahomes, right he's the alien so, so there might be some some stuff going on at the Super Bowl. All right. So let's get into this. Let's do it. This is a deep, deep topic. Okay. And I'm sure deep, deep will be saved. Some reverence. Yeah. There. It's not, no, it's definitely not reverence. Not reverence. But this is, okay. So little known fact, the planet Saturn, 
Okay, uh, we know that in the ancient world, they thought it was the furthest planet, the sun. They didn't know Neptune or Uranus or even Pluto, which is really a planet. R. It's R. a dwarf Pluto. planet, R.I.P. Pluto. They didn't know they existed. Okay, okay, so they could see, they could, they could look out far enough to see Saturn. Okay, so they used to call it the adversarial planet. It was like the the planet most associated with evil. Okay. Because it was the furthest from the sun and it was the furthest from Earth and Earth is God's creation and we are God's children and okay, no. so that's that's how they viewed Saturn. So, out, other than the rings of Saturn, which are a very prominent display that everyone's familiar with. We know right. that that characteristic of the planet Saturn. There's also a cubal hexagon a black cubal hexagon what does that mean at the top of saturn okay it says here saturn's hexagon is a persistent approximately hexagonal cloud pattern around the north pole of the planet saturn located about 78 degrees north the sides of the hexagon are about fourteen thousand five hundred kilometers which is nine thousand miles long which is about 2,000 kilometers, 1,200 miles, longer than the diameter of the Earth. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you can see it. I'm going to show you a picture of the of the hexagonal shape, okay. the black cube of Saturn. Okay. It's what? Pers- it means it's always there. There are angles on that. Yes. What is the hexagon? Uh, it's, it's, six? Yeah, yeah, six-sided okay. figure. Yes, okay. yes, hexagon, six-sided figure. Okay, okay, so, all right, so, all right, bear with me. And that's a real image. That's not yeah, like Yeah, no, a, no, that's a, that's, a, you know, that's a satellite image. It's very yes. angled, you know? Yeah, very it has clear. A, a black center to it, too. Yeah. And there's, it's like a cubal thing. Okay, it's, okay, so, all right, get, bear with me. Okay, you ready? Okay. All right, let's go down this rabbit hole. Okay, so, <clears throat> in ancient times uh saturn was not only viewed as the adversarial planet but it was also he a god saturnalia yeah saturnalia pagan worship yeah okay so pagan worship okay so saturn uh in ancient roman his ancient roman name is saturn He's the ancient Roman god of like the harvest and plenty and also like material things. Okay. And so when they would when they would celebrate Saturnalia, it would be a celebration of the senses and a celebration of debauchery. Uh where they'd like invert things. They'd like if okay, so if like uh a Roman uh aristocrat had like servants, the servants would be the heads of the house. Household, cool. and, yeah, and and the and the aristocrats would be the the servants for, be, for for during the fe- feast. Would it be kind of like Halloween, like a little bit to us, or no? Uh, a little little bit Nothing of Halloween, but it's more of a yeah. They didn't like really. There was revelry. There was drinking. There was gambling. There was like th- they did things that weren't one hundred percent acceptable at the time. They yeah. also would sacrifice gladiators, ah! and there's like there are sacrifices, and there's a lot of uh, like a lot of things that that you know at, you know thousands of year, or hundreds of years after that the church would see as is wrong and evil. Okay, so the Saturn worship stuff goes back even before Roman times. So in some cultures, Saturn is synonymous with Kronos, who was a Greek titan. Okay, he's the he's the father of, of Hercules. Kronos oh. was. Or oh, sorry, the father of Zeus. Father of Zeus. Okay. Okay, he's also Kronos is also synonymous with time. He was like the the god of time. Okay. okay. And also of material earth. This is where I'm going to go with Whoa. this and keep going. So the the big thing about Kronos is when the gods of Olympus overthrew the Titans Kronos had a vision or an oracle told him that one of his children would be the one to overthrow him so he cannibalized his own children and killed them all Zeus was saved by his or not yeah Zeus was saved by his mother and so Zeus ended up fulfilling the prophecy of Saturn's demise, Kronos's demise. Whoa. Okay. So kind of has the antithesis of like Christianity theme, you know, your own son type of okay. Yeah, okay. okay, so, Okay, so further on to this, okay. So that's part of it. Also, he has links to Lucifer. Okay. And Prometheus. So Saturn, Saturn worship Prometheus, Lucifer. These are all like interchangeable things. And Prometheus is the one who like created his own thing and worshipped it. Is that is no? It, but no. Prometheus was the one that brought fire down from Mount Olympus okay. and taught humans how to use it. Basically, okay. brought technology Got you. to humanity. Ah! Yes, brought technology to humanity to where we were able to kind of live on our own and get you know. But what it did is again, it opened us. We were kind of like living in like kind of a utopia. 
Mm-hmm. And the gods like would look down at us and smile. We live in a utopia. Prometheus brought us the fire. Then we kind of the gods got very angry. Prometheus was was banished to like a, a like an eternity of, of of torment because he did this. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of synonymous with like okay. So if you look at if you look at a different way at Lucifer in the Garden of Eden. That's what exactly what I was thinking. That, thinking? that okay. was exactly where so, I was going. And you, knowledge. And then exactly. I'm also thinking like a little bit of And AI so it's kind of like, oh, we are you know, people that are proponents of this yep. are like, well, Lucifer might actually be a good a hero good entity, now. a hero. Because, I mean, did we really want to be stuck in that garden? He I mean, look what he did. Us. He brought, yeah, he brought us, he, brought, he enlightened us. He brought us knowledge. He, he, he let us break free of, of that, of that quote, matrix or whatever. Okay. Okay, so now that we know all this stuff, like it's all about materialism, it's all about modernism, it's all about, you know, the, the trappings of the material secularism. world. Yeah, sec- secularism, yes. Mm-hmm. So how this all ties back to Saturn and the hexagonal cube. There is, it's called... It's called Sat. There is like there is Saturn worship. There are people out there it that worship. It also just hit me that hexagon is six. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Signed. Okay. Okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> yeah. ADHD moments. Yeah. Sorry. No. No. You're, you're like the, the light bulbs are going off as okay, we talk. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And so okay. So there is there like there's books about it. There's there's like the cult of Saturn. There's a book I forgot the name of the this, but anyway, it's about the cult of Saturn, Saturnalia that still exists. And so anyway, the thought is that whatever is on Saturn is actually emitting the matrix or the simulation of the material world that we're that we're in right now and we're tied to this materialism and this material material world that was created by these entities to where we're tied instead of our spirits aren't roaming free like they maybe should be or used to be we're stuck in these material bodies and then when you when you give in to your material side and you um you 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 focus on the earthly pleasures of the things that make you feel good, mm-hmm. you know, with your, your flesh. Yeah, yeah the, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. The, that that that's 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 buying into what this entity is is created for us, and the way to break out of it is through you know doing good works and 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 whatever that high, we talked about last week, climbing the ladder and getting like ascending to the higher power, the higher order. That's how we break out of that. Is we don't mar ourselves that's how right. that's how you get to be that's when you indulge in things too much that are mm-hmm. of the earth can be bad for you yeah it weighs it, you down it, it weighs you, you down it angers you it, you're focusing on things that are of the earth too much yeah. and not the spiritual sense of things you get weighed down and it, it, it consumes you mm-hmm. and that's like the that's what it wants it wants to consume you it wants to break you down it wants to make you that way make you miserable and and into where you're only focusing on these earthly things yeah okay so you look at that too, the Gnostics. Okay, so the Gnostics they were they were Christians. They oh, okay. existed at the same time as like the Roman Church did early on. Oh, okay. But the, the Gnostic religion was considered to be heresy because they believed that that's heretical. They believed in what's called the Demiurge, hmm. and the Demiurge was like the god. Like they basically set up, separated it into two gods. Like you had the Creator God kind of separated himself herself whatever from mankind and then the demiurge is the god of the old testament that meddles with humanity Mm -hmm. and punishes humanity and um uh was like kind of the god of this realm the god of the physical world and the not the gnostics believed that you had to break free from this completely so they would like be hermits they were very hermetic to where they wouldn't like associate with other people they wouldn't marry because they didn't want to bring kids into this simulation and stuff like that yeah yeah stuff like that so then but the the church was like no this is we only believe in one god we don't believe in two separate gods it's just one and that's why they were so they thought old testament god and new testament god was different things yes Interesting, and that again ties into like this idea of something controlling this material world, and that we have to break free yeah. of the material world to ascend. And if we, if we, there's an idea of it kind of goes into Hinduism with oh, that's so cool with 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 um with reincarnate reincarnation. Like if you continue to be stuck in this. And you don't get it. Like, you don't figure it out. You have to keep doing it over and over and over again mm-hmm. until you eventually figure it out. Get the spiritual out. lesson. Exactly. Yeah. And you're able to... And that comes to, in suffering and all kinds of things. And understanding why you suffer. Yeah. And then understanding to appreciate 
more than money and food and drink and drugs and all these. Uh, yes. yes, and not to trust in to, you know like like other people promising to make your life better. Like that's Whoa. not how. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not so. That's all. And, and if you look and see, and I know you're just talking to Avery. There's this. There's video uh, of Taylor Swift's concert. Yeah, and she's like on this big giant Saturn black cube uh, oh what? what yes yeah she's on this and there's like this there's like hints of like uh and we'll get isaac on here to talk about all this stuff but like hints and like all this entertainment stuff where the the black cube is a central focus focal point of a lot of this stuff and she i'll show you the video like, yeah and she's got like some of these like illuminati things Wait, going I think on i may have seen this where, doesn't like, it start raining too when she's uh, that doing- i don't know oh, okay, but okay, like sorry. the outfit she's wearing is like one side of it is like she's all covered in black and the other side of it like you can see her arm and her leg and that's like the the diametric uh-huh. good versus evil and all that and again it Light could all be for theatrical naked clothes yeah exactly and it could all be theatrical it could be that these entertainers these artists these actors and actresses all know that there are crazy people out there like me that look for this stuff and they play it up that way it gets a mer- an air of mystery about them or there's these are just embedded themes in our humanity that absolutely you know, like especially if a lot of this started aside from Christianity so much of what you just talked about sounds religious like you know trying to control the flesh and discipline it and then you know there's greater things and there's a you know don't give into the gods of this world. I mean that sounds like Christianity but you're talking about it was Prometheus and oh it how goes way back be, before you know it, that's is this just like a common human theme as, it could be it, okay here it is so here's here she is on the on the cube hold on look She's on the look. Here you go. She, she's on the big cube, the big what? black cube. Yeah, and she's dancing, and she's got the. That I thought she's wearing like crazy. the. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why is she on? Like everyone at the concert is like, why is she on the? Why is why, she on that? Why is she on the black cube? I don't know. And then it descends into the stage. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and then she kind of like starts like losing it, like kind of like like flinging her hair around. And, like, she like, looks like she's possessed. Yes, I know. I know. See, I thought exactly. <laughs> and like the, again, it's a mass audience. If you talk to someone like Isaac or or someone like that, it's a mass ritual where you're like indoctrinating. Yep. It could be mass hysteria. Yes, too. absolutely. And so, oh yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those things. I, I'm just going to think about it for like a week, and it's just going <laughs> to spread. That it's just, man, it's just so interesting looking historically. Just these common themes that are yeah. in religion, but they were in Greek mythology, and that, and even before that, I mean, yeah, it predates Greek mythology. A lot of this stuff. It's so much of it is like celestial things and then bringing it back around to extraterrestrials and different yeah. life and thinking about people ascending down and yeah bringing different knowledge and how come we always think about aliens and stuff coming here they're always just more advanced or bringing some kind of knowledge and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's evil uh, it's crazy yeah absolutely and then last thing and then we'll we'll take a break here um the in the, the arthur c Clarke's book 2001 a space odyssey so they changed it in the movie I've never seen in, the movie. In, in the movie they put the so there's it's called the monolith, and so the, the extraterrestrials in the story put the monolith there, and the monolith is like the Prometheus okay. technology bringer. Like it okay. shows where we're kind of like pro proto humans, we're in that kind of in between ape human phase, and there's these two warring like like um, like uh, like like groups of of like again pre humans, okay, mm-hmm. uh, hominids, hominids, okay, and so this one group of hominids kind of dominating this other group of hominid will overnight this this large black ob that's not an obelisk it's a uh, um oh gosh anyway this this large black thing appears okay mm-hmm. and it it's kind of what starts the thought process of how to how to how to how to make tools and so these these hominids figure out that if they use a weapon they could kill the other hominids and they do that and they start to dominate and, able. and then it, well, yeah and then so and, and then so later on we, we we figure out how to do space travel so it goes from when we figured out how to use tools for the very first time to now we're in space and we have space um um space stations and all mm-hmm. these things and so they find another one of these um 
it's off of the planet Jupiter. Well, in the book, it was by Saturn. It wasn't by Jupiter. It was by Saturn. It's by Saturn. And Stanley Kubrick thought the director of the movie thought it was too. Like, it was like, okay, we're getting a little too dark here. We're going to take it from Come Saturn on, and put it by Jupiter. It changes everything, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Monolith. It's the monolith. That's the what monolith. it's called. And they found one on the moon in the in the in the story and everything. So they had a monolith on Earth. They had a monolith on the moon. They had a monolith by Saturn. And when the astronaut went to the monolith by Saturn, he got sucked into it and got put into like a matrix with like the aliens were observing him and then he becomes this the star child it's a whole thing what see i feel like this is such a thing culturally to separate you know ideas of and technology about space travel and you know galaxies everything that's out there and like separated from like religious ideologies when i feel like i'm a baby and understanding this but so much of it seems related just ancient beliefs yeah uh, and just ideals of how humanity was created. I just feel like it's all interwoven. It, 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 it just, it's just like we need – it's, it's my whole thing is like we need to break out of what we think we Putting know. Putting things in boxes. Yeah, what we think we know. Yes. Like we don't know anything. Uh-uh. Like we are so much older than than w- what we think and mm-hmm. there's been so much knowledge that we've forgotten over such a large span of time and that we're so focused on – the world around us it's like no there's more there's more to it than that and if you listen you can see it and you can learn it and yeah. I, I don't know my mind also just keeps going back to like artificial intelligence and ai and all oh, of yeah. that with all of this like you know you, you teach them one thing and then it just takes on a life of its own for good or for evil and you can't control it yeah oh no absolutely all right let's go ahead and, and read some uh read some text here texture to elite nope not reading that uh texture <laughs> i was going to send this to isaac after his pod about the grammys but casey musgrave has won a bunch of grammys including one on sunday announced on monday that sh- that ha- she has new music coming out and she posted some lyrics yesterday the very first line is my saturn has returned to me <gasps> wow what? whoa i like, like her that. too texture is there any, t- any connection between saturn and sat daddy <laughs> I don't. I just. I think that's just. Uh, <laughs> that's just Satterfield. Texture, dude, you're rambling like an an, an mf'er. Get on with it. Well, I did. Uh, texture, I believe Neptune or Uranus also has a hexagon structure. I'll look that up. You might be right. Uh, texture, uh, aren't you a Catholic who uses CBD? How does that fit in with you all? LOL. CBD is not illegal. CBD ain't the yeah, devil. Can, yeah, CBD. You use CBD, CBD and you won't like feel anything other than like happy or whatever. Texture. Notice the snakes on her outfit. Yeah, I forgot there's like snakes on yeah. her outfit too. When she's on top of the Saturn ah. cube, and snakes refer to Garden of Eden. Of course, yeah, of knowledge course. Yes. and. Texter until round dad <laughs> until round daddy learns to pronounce your anus he can't pass the spiritual lessons or claim Dixie Highway what is Uranus I just say it like that because I know the jokes about Uranus I get it I did you want me to say it so bad I said it Uranus 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 I said Uranus there you go okay does that make you happy damn it I'm sitting there trying to tell you to get away from all the modern crap and expand your brain the only thing you can get out of the entire segment is Uranus well there you go Uranus hey, maybe Taylor Swift will stand up on a big Uranus in front of everybody and then that'll be the real cult the cult of Uranus forget about the cult of Saturn it's the cult of Uranus I can't unhear it now <laughs> Shreble giving the people what they want well, I, just, I mean come on do we focus on that I'm dropping knowledge it's the pleasures Beautiful. of the flesh, LOL. <laughs> it's true. It is, a, yeah. You get any reads. <laughs> well, you know what? <clears throat> After that, I just got to tell you all about Super Bowl 58 because it's coming up. And by, by golly, the halftime show, you better be looking for some occult symbolism there, okay? Ursher, baby. Yeah, exactly. Some Ursher. Maybe T. Swift makes a, an appearance with her, her, her Black Saturnian cube. Uh, but if you're just interested in the game itself and gambling on the game, uh, you're looking for Super Bowl 58 offers that are just wonderful. Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. They have you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, Everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins for Super Bowl 58. Stream together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. How about that? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WHBE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present. 
present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. 